Welcome to Veg Out, the Toronto Vegetarian Podcast. This is your weekly discussion of all things vegan and vegetarian in Toronto. My name is Jeanette and we're joined today by several people. We've got a full house. I'm just going to start over on my left and everyone can kind of introduce yourselves. My name is Charlotte. And Charlotte is a volunteer here as well. And she's, um, I think this is your Veg Out debut on the podcast, right? Yes, it is. Hey, happy to be here. Welcome. I'm Steve. Everyone knows Steve. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Swetha. You may or may not know me from a couple of other podcasts. And we have uh, Jen and Mark from the Toronto um, Veg Fitness Group. So we'll introduce them in a second. Uh, but this is your weekly discussion of all things vegan and vegetarian. And we come to you every week from the offices of the TVA on Heard on CJRU 1280 AM The Scope, Ryerson's campus and community station. And if you don't know, the TVA's mission is to inspire people to choose a healthier, greener, and more compassionate lifestyle through plant-based eating. And on today's show, the weather is finally getting, you know, a little warmer. And I think people are looking to maybe get a little bit more active for the summer. So we thought it'd be a good time to reconnect with uh, Jen and Mark from the Toronto Veg Fitness Group, which is a social group from the uh, the Toronto Vegetarian Association. So welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having us back. Thanks a lot. Glad to be here. Uh, and for people who may have missed the first podcast, could you maybe do like a brief overview of your your respective fitness backgrounds? Sure, of course. I'll start. Yeah, sure. Uh, I like to run. If I had to pick my sport of choice, it is running. I prefer to run long distances, but would also like to get better at short distances. I uh, like to bike. I try to do yoga regularly. I like to strength, so, uh, strength train, so I have a little bit of everything, but running would be my my sport of choice. And we just discovered you had completed an ultra marathon? Last year, yes. I had signed up originally for a full marathon, uh, my second, to finish. I've tried for three. I have completed two. <laughs> so, and then they let me keep going to get a over 50k chip time to finish my first ultra wow. distance. And an ultra marathon, more. <laughs> for people who don't know, what's that distance? A minimum uh, distance of 50k. They range anywhere from 50 to 100k to 100 miles. It really just depends on the event. Wow. Or maybe even more. I've heard of 200 miles as yes. milers as well. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really incredible. It's phenomenal. Um, one of the dispatchers where I work uh, has has done uh, 160 twice. The 100 miles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, one day. <laughs> Um, Mark, how about you? Yeah, so I my my passion is definitely of strength training, and so I I, I do a couple of different structured types of training for, and competitions at the moment. So uh, right now I'm training for a, a powerlifting meet that I have actually next month, um, but I also do um, competitions in men's physique bodybuilding. And so that's something, but those sort of, those competitions are much more sporadic. That's, that's something that I would only do every like three years potentially because of the, the extreme nature of the sport. But, uh, I, yeah, I've also, I've tried my hand in different types of endurance events. I did a 10 K run back in 2017 and I found it pretty challenging. Um, yeah, so I admire Jen for, yeah. for doing these long distance <laughs> runs. That ultra just sounds Sounds crazy. 
And does anyone else in the room want to share like their fitness background for context? Or yeah, yeah Steve. Yeah, I, uh, uh, long, I'm not a runner, definitely, but I'm a long-distance cyclist. And uh, uh, in my prime, I once did 3:15 a day on a, on a bike. But uh, and, and that goes uh, along with your bike career. I, I make my living as a bike career, and I've also ridden across Canada. But, wow! Uh, wow, that's but, uh, amazing. Yeah. Anyone else? No? Nope. nope. Zero fitness experience. <laughs> <laughs> I live with a personal trainer, so I think I get some no. points for that. Oh, that's my gosh. It. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. You get personal, yeah. like, do you, do you take advantage of that at all? Uh, yes, probably not as much as I should because, you know, I, like, probably most people don't like to exercise. Mm. <laughs> but, um... Yes, yes, he's always giving me tips and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about that as well, because um, uh, in the Facebook group, you do talk a lot about motivation and tips to, like, start a new routine. So we'll get in, we'll like, get into that as well. I am uh, I do cycle as a commuter. I enjoy walking. I enjoy, I'm just coming off of a 30-day yoga challenge. I didn't quite make it to 30 classes, but I, def I got up there. Um <laughs> And uh, I've dabbled in running and boxing a little bit, but I would not an not an athlete. I just aspire to to move and be more active. So, and uh, is your background also? Are you both vegans or vegetarian, or how do you identify vegan? Yeah, vegan for me as well. Yeah. I've been vegan for about two years now. Great. I'd say about three. Yeah. And how long has the fitness group been active? So we began that in. I think it was October 2017, right. so I think we're coming yeah, up on about, yeah, almost mm -hmm. coming up on two years, but yeah, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So I think the first time we had you on, maybe it was still fairly new, maybe a couple months in? I think, yeah, yeah. so I think we were yep. just, uh, yeah, just a few months in. Okay, so I've noticed, I wanted to ask you back on the show, because I've noticed uh, a lot of activity through your Facebook page, where you're kind of expanding, like you do monthly events and meetups, but you're also um, quite informative and like giving a lot of advice and tips to members of the group. So I just want to talk um, a little bit about that. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was like your the monthly challenges that you do and what 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 are some things that you've done in the past and <laughs> how, how do you curate them? How have people responded? We, uh, yeah, we've, we've been all over the place. Um, some of the challenges were, uh, in winter we were just trying to, you know, motivate people to move because we all know how hard it is to get out and do stuff in the dead of winter <laughs> when it's miserable outside. So we went with something as, um, as achievable as trying to log a kilometer or a mile a day of movement. So whether you're walking or running, just get out there and brave the cold for a brief period of time and do a few laps of a, a block nearby or something. Mm -hmm. And we've um, we've incorporated daily sun salutations, uh, yoga flows. I, our May one was a, a, a more challenging squats, push-ups, and lunges that can get to be quite a bit. It gives you a good push towards the end yeah. of the month for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think this month, I haven't posted for this month yet, but I think we're going to go for another daily uh, mileage goal. Okay, mm -hmm. that's like a step or running kind right, of Right, walking yeah. or running. Yeah. Um, I would say cycling too if that's your primarily or your primary mode of transportation or if for some reason walking and running are not something that you are comfortable doing and you want to cycle. But we know it's a I, lot easier to get a couple yeah. kilometers on a bike than uh, it is. I was going to say, if you're doing the cycling, you, 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 <coughs> you have to like triple, triple yeah. the distance exactly. or something. Exactly, yeah. so that's yeah. how we'll set it up. Because it, I it, don't it, want to exclude biking, it's amazing. So You, you, you can't do we'll one kilometer per kilometer, no. Exactly. No, that, that's not we'll fair. We'll have to give it a ratio, yeah, a scale to make it more um, more even. 
Yeah. And you did do a plank month mm-hmm. that I was oh, yes. I I took part in that. So oh, was, uh, I like those with yeah. myself too because that's always. Oh, which month I didn't hear that? that plank. Plank. Oh, plank, plank challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And some core work because no, I know yeah, that's uh, yeah. that one I always find really challenging. So I like to keep putting that one back into the mix so that I will do it as well as the group. <laughs> <laughs> and just to note, I think there was a, a Canadian female athlete who just broke the uh, the Guinness World Record for holding plank the longest, and she got to four hours and 20 minutes. Oh, wow. I did yeah. yeah. that yeah. last week, yes. So, that is amazing. Yeah, so, you know, goals. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, with the, so the monthly challenges, I mean, the idea is just to try to, you know, encourage people to incorporate different types of physical activity more into their mm-hmm. daily lives without without necessarily noticing it even because you know some people find it difficult to commit to going to the gym several Mm -hmm. times per week and so the more we can work it into our daily lives Mm -hmm. the the easier it will be to adhere to yeah something that you can get like get up in the morning and just you know do a plank or do some push-ups or something and just Mm -hmm. you know knock it out and exactly but also incorporating your daily life like if you either bike or or run or or depending on the distance walk to work that that way you don't have to fa- find separate time for the exercise and, and gets a lot of yeah, a lot absolutely. done for That's you. part of it too, definitely. Yeah. And I think to, um, to the one where we were setting out a certain kilometer distance each each day, then that sometimes might motivate you if maybe it's um, a less than ideal temperature out yeah. and you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, well, forget it, I'm just going to take transit, but then you won't get your mileage, so that might push you to, to continue with the walking as a commute or, yeah. or biking as a commute as for me. Then instead of just sort of the dispatcher at work, who's an ultra marathoner, uh, lives at King and Dufferin, and the office our office is on Keel, north of Steeles. Oh, and he has been known to run a working back. Absolutely, yeah. that's a great and, way to and, do it. And work a full that. shift in between, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's a marathon that's with, with, with yeah, a break in the middle for your day's work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and speaking of commuting by bike, that's yeah. actually just, I think, two weeks ago, I just discovered uh, Toronto's bike share program. Oh, yeah. which, so I'd never, I've lived downtown now for about three years, but I'd never, I've never owned a bike or commuted by bike in any way. But I mean, in the, I think in the past two weeks, I've already gotten my money's worth for the annual membership. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. And I, I like yeah. the idea of just being able to make it a one-way trip and drop the bike off and yeah. not having to worry about you know, if I'm going to get home another way. So that really works well yeah. for me. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, you don't have to worry about someone stealing your bike or finding yeah, exactly. parking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So another thing that you've been doing a lot of on the Facebook group is these uh, fact posts. And I notice um, a lot of them seem to be about uh, motivation, right? So I know... F- this is, I'm sure, quite common. Um, like, I feel great after going to the gym, but I do not want to go to the gym. <laughs> yes, it's the worst. And then I get there, and I'm like, everything's great. And I, I work Why with. Why didn't the, I do this before? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I work with the trainer simply because if I didn't, I wouldn't go. It's like held mm. accountable, and also mm-hmm. she, you know, tells me what to do. So yeah. that's great. That's so um, <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the um, the things that you've addressed uh, through the Facebook group in these in these posts? Mm-hmm. We in started terms of out, motivation, sorry. We started it with them just to sort of share our experiences and what has worked for us in the past. Um, and so that and, and the experiences of those around us that we're familiar with too that might help other people. So it's just about what I mean personally the ones I've been posting about are the ones that have worked for me or my friends and a lot of that comes down to either you know and in lieu of a personal trainer just putting it in the schedule like an appointment 
and treating it as such, so it's maybe a little less flexible. I know you can still delete it from your calendar, <laughs> but if I see it there, I feel more obligated to actually make it happen. And so those sort of items as far as planning and, and actually putting it out, I typically do a week in advance because if I do, I found when I used to schedule things for the entire month, including my training plans for any upcoming races, seeing it all in a glance would be a little overwhelming. So I like to break it down on a, a week to week and make it a little more um, manageable as far as just my expectations and, and make it a little less overwhelming. Yeah, and with regard to what, what you said, Jeanette, I mean, I think, I think we can all relate to that sometime. I mean, especially in, in Toronto when it's in the dead of winter, nobody really feels like making the trip out to go to the gym and it's so much nicer to just stay home. But um, yeah, what I've, what I've found works best for me is to just make it a habit that is something mm. I don't even have to think about doing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a part of my routine just as as much as like brushing my teeth at night is or something like that. And yeah. so, and a way that I found it works very well for me to implement that is by um, shifting my my schedule and waking up early, earlier than I used to, to exercise because mm -hmm. I find that at that time of day, I'm much more, it's much more conducive to following a habit-based routine in the morning because, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have anything else, any other commitments at that time and I don't have to worry about, you know, whether I feel very run down or tired from a busy day at work or something like that. And so it's just, it's an easy way to stick to a very regular routine. So that's, that's personally how I've, I've tried to make it a habit of mine. Mm -hmm. And also if you do it in the morning, you're kind of creating energy for the day, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're boosting your energy levels by starting yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've found that absolutely as well for me personally. I found mm -hmm. it, seems, it seems more natural with my, you know, normal energy levels throughout the day to have to, you know, exercise earlier in the morning and then sort of tone down the energy throughout the day as the day goes on rather than I, I used to for the first uh, four or five years of my of my weight training exercise I would always be an afternoon or evening exerciser but I always felt like that that negatively impacted my sleep a little bit because you know I, I don't think that exercise is very exercise immediately prior to sleep is very conducive for a, a good good sleeping environment. I find that with biking. So I work at different locations, and when I bike to work, I feel like I arrive mm -hmm. energized. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I take yeah. the GC, I'm just I'm half asleep when I get there. I was just going to make that comparison because of what Jeanette had said that if you if you get used to biking to work, it's so frustrating to travel any other way yes. that you're inclined you're inclined yes, to use is. the bike, and therefore therefore you're getting the exercise. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it, it can work in your lifestyle better that way. Yeah. So. Um, because we, it's been a little bit colder this season, I've gotten my bike out a little later, and also I, I was uh, had pneumonia in, in March, yeah. and yeah. so it just took a long time to like yeah. get you know get my lung capacity back right. up, and so I got right. on my bike again, and I was riding it around, and I was just like. I would get to the destination and I'd be drenched in sweat and huffing and puffing. I'm like, oh my God, are my lungs just broken now? And I'm like, something's wrong. This is not, I, I can't be this, no, it can't be me. I took the bike to the shop and I, it turns out I had an extremely slow air leak. Oh. So I was basically just riding around on flat tires, but oh. not noticing it. Right. And, uh, and so they fixed it up. And now I'm riding my bike. I'm like, oh, this is normal again. <laughs> like yeah, I'm not huffing and buffing, I and I love my bike. Night, and it's, yeah. yeah, it's completely a game changer. It's just yeah. like I have a break permanently uh, on. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Like I can't be this tired. I sat in a chair all day at a computer. Yeah. <laughs> what mm -hmm. is this? Um, 
anyone else struggle with any like motivation issues or like how do you yes yes yeah <laughs> that before but I think I think it helps surrounding yourself with people that that do it so like for me oh, like I, I said I, like I like I I, wor- I live with a personal trainer so he's always going out and doing something and coming back drenched in sweat and I just <laughs> and so I feel like okay I can't just sit here I must go do something as well and um, like Steve and I have talked about biking like lot longer distances and uh, we both bike to like the the Mississauga Veg Fest and that is something that like I would have never done before you know yeah. and um, and like bike back mm-hmm. and. Now I'm talking to him about let's bike out to Hamilton, oh, which nice. is not, that's not something I would say, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's like surrounding yourself with people that do that. Um, I mean, again, as I admitted before, I'm not great, but without that, I, I would just be on the couch all the time. Yeah. yeah I think that's a, that's a great point. And I think one way that a lot of people sort of implement that is by participating in classes at their gym, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's sort of an additional um, accountability method by yeah. when you know you get to know people in the who regularly attend the classes and participating in in an activity with a large group I find that that helps motivate a lot of people to stick to a plan yeah. mm-hmm. and occasionally at the gym I go to their um, someone who works there their parents have a they, they breed golden doodles so every once in a while he'll have a golden doodle puppy there in the gym oh, yeah. which is also quite motivating oh, yeah. to go to the gym but then also you realize that the puppy just takes over all your attention and you don't end up doing anything that's but, it I've yeah. done a few fundraiser <laughs> yoga classes for um, the Humane Society and also for uh, guide dogs to get them more socialized oh, yeah. so they, they the payment for the class goes towards the guide dog program yeah. or yeah. the humane society and that's it it's a 45 minute class and i've probably did about 20 minutes of yoga and there was yeah. just trying to get the dogs to come play with me and have a cuddle so yeah. it was a lot of fun and it was very motivating to go to but yeah, yeah. but it was uh, it was more of a light stretch and yeah. uh, playtime <laughs> with the dogs um and something else that you do talk about a lot is Injury prevention. Oh yes. Yeah. So that seems to be because uh, I guess you you crowdsource and ask people what they wanted to to know more about, and I think injury right. prevention mm-hmm. was a big one. Absolutely. Can you talk about your your tips for that? Sure. Um, basically, what we were sharing is just our own experiences with that, and so um, you know, a lot of it is trying to build gradually and and listen. I think my two biggest points are. Anything you're starting, you should be building gradually. Um, I'm guilty of not doing that myself sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes I just get very gung-ho for things, and I jump in too fast, and then I, I don't necessarily injure myself, but I definitely feel it, and then I'm not running or doing the next thing I want to do for days because everything's too sore to move. So building gradually and listening to your body. There are, I think I've recently just posted about the uh, sometimes it's okay to to skip the plan or skip the uh, exercise because you do actually need a break and you're not a failure for doing that mm. because sometimes we just have to such a like a commitment based training plan and you see everybody else doing it and you just you don't want to be the person that's um, you know skipped your run or you see people running in minus 30 degrees and they have icicles on their eyelashes and I mean that's great for them that's not necessarily for me when it gets that cold I'm probably going to skip it and try to stay inside or do an alternate exercise or if you're injured I mean I tried to do a 25k trail race recently the trail was far more technical and hilly than I had expected and so I stopped at 18 because 25 might have been too much at this point as I'm still working on testing out the limits of the uh 
rehabilitation with a physiotherapist I just did on a leg injury. So it was just a matter of it's okay to cut back. Aerobic exercise uh, gives you a quicker recovery than, than strength training and weight training and, and anaerobic exercise. And uh, if you choose that sort of exercise, uh, what you were just saying, you, you'll almost always recover for the next day. So it depends on the type of exercise you're doing, too. And yeah. it depends on, yeah, yeah and I agree with that. I think it depends on what you're doing, too. Like, yeah. I don't technically, I'm not typically a, a sprinter, Yeah. but I'm playing that's baseball again, and yeah. I'm trying to sprint to first, yeah. and my thighs are sore. That's, you know? so it's, yeah, that, that's, it's anaero that's anaerobic yeah. exercise. Yeah, exactly. That's so right. I, yeah. while yeah. I do incorporate speed work into yeah. my training plan, I don't necessarily yeah. just go from a dead but, stop but when you're to trying to make it to a base. So. But when you're training for a marathon or for long-distance yeah. cycling, uh, you're, that's aerobic exercise. Mm -hmm. and you, you, uh, Even though you feel tired at the end of the day, you, you, yeah. your, recovery, like your recovery is yes, pretty absolutely. fast. Yeah. Sometimes half an hour, you'd be ready to go again. You yeah, know? if you haven't wiped out and tripped over any tree limbs, which that's is sometimes right. a factor. But and, <laughs> and again, with cycling, you have to watch for road conditions yes. because there, there are a lot of potholes. Yep. Yes, there are yes. some tire swallowing potholes right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Steve, I think that, that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. just intuitively as well because, yeah. you know, aerobic type training yeah. is more of a more of a gradual, yeah. moderate impact on the body, whereas, yeah. you know, anaerobic sprinting yeah. or heavy weightlifting, that's, that's a more extreme mm -hmm. impact in general on the body. So the recovery time will be proportionally higher oh, for is, those yeah. types of things. Altogether different, yeah. Absolutely. And, I think one of the points to that, too, that we had um, addressed was to spread that sort of activity out, too, right? So you're not trying to do things back-to-back -back yeah. and giving your body time to recover, yeah. to refrain from any injuries. Mm -hmm. And cross-training, too, right? Like running, but then doing yoga, so you've got the stretch, mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. doing complimentary yeah. activities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and one more thing I, I want to mention, just in general, I think a very good habit to avoid injury is to ensure that most of training should be what I would call sub-maximal training, which means you shouldn't feel like you're giving it your absolute all every time. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I think it, it can be appropriate to include that periodically throughout training, but mm -hmm. most training should be more moderate intensity, and I, because I think that's that's the only type that's that's sustainable in the long term. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. So just announced this week, the um, there's going to be a veg team again this year, which is going to be running and raising funds on behalf of the Toronto Vegetarian Association. And this is the veg team that's going to be um, running on October 20th. And this is the Scotiabank 5K half or full marathon. So right now we're, we have a call out so people can join the team. You get a lot of uh, perks if you join the veg team. You're, I mean, you're doing good for yourself because you're, you're committing to doing this race. You're also going to be raising funds for the Toronto Vegetarian Association. So uh, there's also a post-run dinner at Cosmic Treats and you get 10% off. I know they're also working on um, like custom uh, athletic t-shirts. So the, the, we're going to be posting all this information on the blog at veg.ca, so you'll find a link there if you're interested in joining. So if people uh, are interested in starting this uh, routine now, so let's say they sign up this week and they know that they've got till October 20th to do uh, 5K half or full marathon, uh, how, how is the veg um, fitness team going to support that? 
I know you had talked about maybe starting like a, a running club or do you have any tips for people who are interested in, in running for the veg team? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I do. We're, some of our monthly meetups are um, centered around either going for a run, a run walk, a walk, a speed walk, you know, whatever whatever suits you and your, your fitness goals. We basically mm -hmm. split it up um, depending on who shows up and what everybody wants to do, and then we divvy up the, the path. <laughs> so there, are, there will be more of those in future. Uh, I also attend and help coordinate a uh, almost weekly, when we can make it, run club in the West End through uh, Trek and Run. So I share those to the TVA group, for, to our veg fitness group as well, so that, you know, in addition to our monthly meetups, there's more resources. Um, the person that I help organize these with is a very accomplished altar runner. He just came back from Florence and did the Eco Trail 80K, and he's vegan and can so he offers a lot of tips and advice and everything along there, um, and so and that's open to all levels as well. You know, couch to five k. Are you trying to do another marathon? Are you trying to get faster? Just everybody, anybody's welcome. Okay, so if you haven't done any running or haven't mm -hmm. run in years, you can kind of show up and definitely yeah. we'll start out slow. Um, you know, so we'll do a walk run. Uh, we'll share some of my favorite um, training plans to our Facebook group as well so people can find some resources because that's always been my favorite thing. Sometimes even when I've been running for ages, sometimes I like to just dial it right back and start again with a beginner 10K where the mileage is lower and I can go perhaps with a quality over quantity approach. Um, that's also one of my ways to avoid injury if I haven't been keeping up my consistency. And so we'll share some of those um, where they can find different plans online, some of my favorite. Yeah, Jen, the one that you mentioned actually couch to 5K. I, mm. I'm a big fan of that mm. one. That's something that I actually, I completed that, I think it was like four years ago at this mm. point. And it's a, it's a very, very good program that literally leads a, a complete beginner with no previous experience mm -hmm. in running to being able to run five kilometers straight without mm. stopping. Mm -hmm. And I really like the method that they use, which is alternating walking and light and jogging. Right. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so basically the, in the first week, it's significantly more walking than jogging and gradually mm -hmm. the time shifts to more time spent jogging versus walking until the entire session is spent jogging. And I think that's a fantastic <coughs> approach. Right, and even if that approach isn't what you want to go with, I mean, I still use the run-walk method for my longer distances because once I get past 10K, I kind of want some walk breaks every now and again. Right. Yeah. And so that's just the method that I prefer that allows me to go further and stay out there longer. And so there's all sorts of options for anybody uh, who might not be sure of where to start. So we would, I mean, if, they, if anybody in the group wants to do it, uh, I'd be happy to help them find the sort of, I think point them in the right direction. So I think it will also happen, happen naturally as one gets older. <laughs> I, I notice my cycling is slowing down and slowing down as I'm going on. I'm, uh, uh, but uh, can't be helped, I'm just getting old. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, we've actually come to the end of our, our time, but I wanted to uh, invite you to let our listeners know how they can get in touch with the Veg Fitness Group and how can they find more information and any up upcoming events you may have. Yeah, so the, the best way, the primary way that we engage with our members is through our Facebook group, which can be found uh, by searching Toronto Veg Fitness on Facebook. And uh, yeah, we have a couple of upcoming events for the month of June. So I think actually this this week, we on J Wednesday, June 5th, I believe, we have a a meetup at a new location of Copper Branch that just recently opened, and they're offering offering 
members of our group 10% off for this visit, and so we're looking forward to trying out this this new location. And later in the month, I believe, is it the, the 18th? 18th, 18th? I believe it's a Tuesday in the evening, we have uh, a boot camp style outdoor workout at Riverdale Park. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. so we're going to meet up and, yeah, exactly, use the park to our advantage with the hills and the space. Yeah. <laughs> So the Copper Branch one, that's just a, a more of a social dinner, that's not a... Yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. We, we, we like to put those types of meetups in yeah. occasionally as well, just to get more of a chance to get to know members, mm -hmm. and especially the newer members who who may be, you know, not feeling yet up to coming out to one of the more fitness-oriented yeah. meetups, just to, just so we can meet them and, and you know, share with them that, that truly our group is for, for people of any skill level and experience level, and, and there's, you know, everybody is welcome to any of our meetups. Great. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thanks again for coming in today and talking about motivation and staying injury-free and giving us some tips. So that's fantastic. So everyone, if you're interested in signing up for the Toronto Veg Team, we have the information posted on our blog, and it's also available at uh, the website veg.ca. And we also want to take the opportunity to talk about another uh, event coming up as part of the TVA, a fundraiser called Vegan Rock 11. So this is the 11th edition of... Uh, vegan rock and this is taking place on Wednesday June 12th at 6 30 p.m. it's a 19 plus event and this is taking place at supermarket it's been there in the past which is 268 Augusta Avenue and this is a, a bake sale and a concert and just uh, an opportunity to come out and um, socialize with other people have a drink and enjoy some uh, veg entertainment and um, indulge in some baked goods courtesy of the vegan baking group so we're going to post info for that as well again that's vegan rock 11 on wednesday june 12th and you've been listening to veg out the toronto vegetarian podcast and radio show heard on cjru 1280 am the scope remember you can listen to past episodes of the podcast on our app the veg guide you can email feedback to tva at veg.ca and find out more information at veg.ca and I'm going to throw the last line over to Sweta because she wanted to say it last time. Until next time, veg out. <laughs>